For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Rangers, a New York Rangers podcast presented by Blue York on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friend, Cody Frankel. And since I didn't ask you last time, how was your weekend, Cody? What'd you, what'd you do this weekend? Dude, uh, it was great. Thanks for asking. I, you know, mm-hmm. I know you care about me now, so it makes uh-huh. me happy. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was chill. I have a buddy moving to Texas, so... We uh, celebrated that Friday, and then uh, yesterday I was out in Long Island. Um, how was yours? Mine was great. I did I did a lot this weekend. Um, you know, not to like, I don't know, I don't know, this is weird, but I went to Billy Joel Thursday at MSG, which is awesome. I know, I saw it, dude. You were doing something every day. Yeah, no, I did a lot this weekend. I uh, I wanted to have a, a good time, so I did Billy Joel Thursday. Went to the Rangers Penguins game Friday, and then I went to Sebastian Maniscalco at UBS last night, which was awesome. I'm a big Sebastian Maniscalco fan. So are you? Uh, yeah, he's awesome. Dude, dude, I'm a huge, huge comedy guy, and he's mm-hmm. one of the guys who I've just never gotten into. Um, oh my god, never really? Really checked him out. You should definitely listen to his stuff because for for me at least, like, not that I'm so relatable to him, but I feel like he just yeah. keeps it real, and he's a kind of comedian where like. He doesn't necessarily do bits. He just kind of talks about his own personal life experiences and just makes them super relatable to everyone else because like, obviously he's blown up in his career, but the thing that makes him different is like, no matter how popular he gets, he still tries to be that normal guy because that's where he gets his material from. So like, he'll still, yeah, yeah, like he'll still go to Chipotle and wait in line because like, that's (laughs) why that's where he gets his comedy, you know? Yeah. I I saw Seinfeld live and he was unreal. Like I was belly laughing the entire Mm-hmm. show um and i've seen a couple of guys uh who's that guy from what's his name silicon valley and uh deadpool he showed up uh, dude. dude he mm-hmm. showed we went to like this was the red-headed curly head the curly headed yeah, red-headed guy dude uh Ur- Urlach or for whatever from uh silicon valley dude we literally went to just a random comedy show in the city and he showed up and it was awesome mm-hmm. he's hilarious he's actually uh I don't, I don't know him that well. I haven't seen so many things that he's in, oh, but I love him personally. No, I just love, I love him in that movie. She's out of my league when he plays that guy Stainer. Oh yeah. He's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's in that movie. a great one. Well, dude, there, I, I like literally made a joke the other night because he makes this joke in that movie. He pulls out a $20 bill at a Penguins Islanders game and goes four beers, please. And the bartender looks at him and he goes three, two. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I did the same thing at UBS. I was like, you know, I'll take two two beers or two sodas and two chickens please and i had my card thinking to me like 40 bucks it was 63 dollars. i was like you fucking kidding me like, that's insane that is I don't know. that is crazy the ubs but, prices um, are ridiculous but yeah let's, let's go into a little bit of hockey i know uh 
I do want to thank the guys. Last week was my birthday. It was on Tuesday, but the Blue York guys kind of tweeted it on Wednesday, but I didn't want to, I didn't have the heart to tell them it wasn't Wednesday, but I thought that was good. Yeah, of me neither. And I, <laughs> I, I remembered. I remembered. You did. You did. I, I had to check in with you every three hours to make sure you were doing okay. Yes, you did, which is very nice. But the Rangers did not help out the birthday. They had a horrible performance against the Devils in New Jersey. I was going to go. Thank God I didn't go because that would have been horrible. Yo, me too. I was. My buddy asked me too. He's like, dude, these tickets are so cheap. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I am thrilled I didn't go. Have, have you been there? I've been there once. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's a, it's a great place to watch a hockey game. I, I think they play actually, I think like April 5th, they're back at the Prudential Center. I, I would definitely consider going to that game. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about that, dude, is their chants, the Devils' chants, are fucking pathetic. They what have the mean? most pathetic. It, it, they do some weird-ass chant and then scream, you suck. It's like the weirdest mm-hmm. chant ever when I went to the Devils' game. It wasn't even against the Rangers. I went to, like, Devils something maybe, like, three years ago, mm-hmm. and it was just the weirdest thing. The entire game, they were chanting, you su-, like, some random chant and then chanting, you suck, and I was just like, well, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about us. Uh, yeah, thing, though, yeah, but you know? dude, Popman does suck. That no, yeah. I'm kidding. But um, but yeah. Wait, that's funny that you say that though, because my I went to the game on Friday with my friend, who's like not a huge Ranger fan, not a big hockey guy, but like he like definitely appreciates the, the game of hockey and stuff. And he asked like, do they still do Popman? And I was like, yeah, like it, it's every it's never now and going then. away. And then and then they did it like eight times, and I'm like, it's kind of just like all we got at this point, <laughs> you know? Like, what else yeah. do we have? Yeah, but speaking of the Devils. How about that game against the Penguins? I mean, Wait, did so you I speak, the- speaking of the Devils, how about that game against the Penguins? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But um, <laughs> all right, forget about the Devils. Yeah, let's the speak tape. about the Penguins. Mm-hmm. So the yeah, so I watched like a period and a half of that game against the Penguins, and then I went out. But obviously, I watched the highlights after. I thought that mm-hmm. period, that first period, was the most complete period they played the entire season. I mean, the game itself was the most complete game, but mm-hmm. they were just firing on all cylinders. Looked great. I mean, what do you want to say about it? Yeah, I mean, the building was buzzing like literally right from the first second. Uh, we scored three goals in the first, I think, four or five minutes, which was insane. like I, I literally said to my friend, I was like, dude, I can leave right now and be happy. Like, I don't need to stay the rest of this game. Like, this is all I needed to. You know, I know. We I only talked say. after the first period. <laughs> I, I just remember you you responded with like you were like heaven. Yeah. Well, like I've never been to a game where like the Rangers scored that many goals in that little time. Like that's never happened to me live. So it was like yeah. really cool to actually experience. Like, like they scored the the second and third goal were 18 seconds apart. Like I've never really had that live before. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, dude, you you ready to start that campaign for Kreider for captain or what? I'm I'm with it. I, I've been doing that for the entire <laughs> year. I don't know. I don't know what they're waiting for. I still don't understand. Yeah. Like, is that going to be the conversation now, though? Because the trade deadline's over, so it's just going to be, like, the captain. Is that, like, the next thing in line here? That probably is, Well, right? dude, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even want to harp on it because it's just, like, setting my expectations to fail because they should have named the captain so yeah. long ago. And, you know, they they keep referring back to the aspect of team leadership and all mm-hmm. that stuff. and Which whatever, does make sense. It makes it sense. It does make sense, for sure. I understand not wanting to, like, rock the chemistry a little bit, but I think – Going into playoffs, I'm telling you, and that was my take from the very beginning. If they can name a captain right after the season before playoffs, I feel like it'll boost the team to like new highs. Which they still could do. I could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, it'd be really yeah. fucking awkward if they win the Stanley Cup and then they'd have six people go get it. I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know so, so what do you think about these new guys? So a guy that's stood out the most, I would say, thus far, like for me personally, it's been Vetrano. Um, you know, obviously he played in the first line with Kreider and Zibanejad the other night, but a guy that's... want it and you didn't up? want it. I didn't want I it. I, you didn't want it. I didn't. And I stand by that. I, I do stand by that. I think 
Matrano and Kreider are just such similar players. I'd rather have them spread out in the lineup than on the same line. Like they're both that fast, offensively explosive skater that has some strength to them and can shoot the puck. Like, I don't know if having them play together is the best, but obviously like, you know, they played really fucking well. At the other yeah. Day. I feel like Vetrano shoots from all over the ice where 90% of the time you'll see Kreider shoot from, you know, that net front presence, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they are fast. I mean, they both have really nice shots. I, I like it. I told you right when it was announced, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, this is, this is the move um, to me. Cop has been as advertised. I mm-hmm. think he's, you know, he has three points in two games, and I think he's been really, really good um, from that aspect. I know you wanted to talk about Mott a little because yeah. I haven't watched him as closely, but mm-hmm. uh, what do you what do you want to say about him? Tyler Mott's, like, not a guy that's so sexy out there. Like, you don't put on a game and notice him right away. But mm-hmm. just from watching him pretty much uh, the entire game, because I've never really seen him play live, so I was kind of curious to see, like, what he looked like out there. And I think he's going to be a fan favorite probably by the end of April. Just everything he does, his stick positioning, his – positioning on the ice is penalty killing like he's a guy that like kind of puts his body on the line like every shift he's out there and he does have offensive offensive ability so yeah. it won't be surprising i mean he's not going to be a guy that scores like you know five ten goals in the next month or so but you know he is a guy like similar to you know dominic moore who can finish and just is always in the right positioning always sacrificing his body and just makes the right play 95 percent of the time so like i noticed him pretty much from you know his first shift on Friday night. I thought he made a lot of good defensive plays. He had some takeaways. His stick was always in a good position. He actually had one really good play uh, on a penalty kill. The Penguins are breaking out like right in front of their net, and his stick like broke up the pass, and he almost had a scoring chance off of it. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think he was kind of at the end of the shift there, so he got off. But, man, he's just always yeah. in the right spot, and, and I really like that's That's something that you need to have in your lineup. Just a guy yeah, I agree, especially on that fourth line too. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't get that too often, and – that's obviously a, a nice little boost to what we had there. And and to uh, transition a little bit off of that, what do you think in terms of, you know, Revo getting benched now, right? Because Hunt's, Hunt's been on that fourth line. So Revo's kind of got the healthy scratch a couple times. And and uh, do you think come playoffs, once we have, you know, Kako back, once we have Rooney back, whatever, and we have all these guys, I mean, do you think Revo getting scratched is the move or would you like to see him in that fourth line? It's going to be difficult. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's definitely no doubt about that because, you know, obviously Revo brings a lot to the lineup that some certain guys don't. But then again, like, you know, Dryden Hunt and Brzezinski and, and those guys probably do have a little bit more offensive upside. Um, but I do think there is something to be said about what Revo does bring to the table. And Revo has shown, you know, some sparks of offensive ability this year. He I has agree. A couple goals. I agree. I think he should be yeah. in the lineup over Hunt to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Hunt is just like that. I, we've talked about it an ample amount, but I mean, Hunt mm-hmm. is just that like fast player. Mm-hmm. I think Revo brings that element to the table that other players can't bring, like you said. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, come playoffs, especially when refs lay off the whistle a little more and, you know, guys are playing more physical. I think a guy like Revo will really come in there and set the tone for certain plays. And, you know, that'll be, uh, that'll be crucial down the line. And another guy I wanted to talk about is he's been buzzing all season long, Jacob Truba. Would you say, contract aside, Truba has entered underrated territory? Okay, so th- I think I think there's uh, a reasoning for this, though. I think with the emergence of Foxy, it's kind of taken that pressure off of Truba. Where, like, Truba was a little bit more offensive, I feel like, when we first signed him. Yeah. You know? I, you, you don't think, like, he, he was... I, was a power feel- play guy in Winnipeg. I think he like ran their first unit. Like I think there was a lot of offensive expectation for him, but because Foxy's done so well offensively, it's definitely taken a lot of pressure off Truba's offensive performance. 
I think that I agree, but mm-hmm. I think that because Truba was hurt that first season or second season, and then the first season, you know, he was getting acclimated to New York. Mm-hmm. So we didn't play. He came off a 50 point season in Winnipeg. So everybody mm-hmm. was like, Oh my God, he's going to do that again. But then obviously he wasn't on the power play and he didn't perform to that nature. Uh, so, and then the following season he was hurt. So I think people kind of forget how good he can be offensively and what a good presence he could, you know, build and bring to that team. So that's kind of like, I'm thinking is, you know, people think people forget about him and, and people have been giving him shit all year long. I feel like, like at the start of the season, whatever. And he's kind of just like set the tone and, and onward and onward and onward throughout the whole season. I think Ranger fans would still call him overrated if Fox was not on our team. Well, well, and that's why I said contract aside, because I feel mm-hmm. like it's only because of the contract. If he was, you know, five and a half million dollars or six million dollars, I think he he provides that. I, I I think this year he's I don't care what anybody says, I think he's performing to that eight million dollar tag. I, I think he's been great in every aspect and you know, really picking up this team and and that's why he was getting those captain talks as well. So mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And we are recording this before the Sabres game. So everything that we're talking about right now is prior to, you know, Sunday night's game against Buffalo. But like right now, as we stand, Truba has 10 goals, 22 assists, and is plus 18 on the year in 65 games. Like that's actually pretty solid for a guy who's not necessarily considered such an offensive defenseman. Like he's having a great year offensively and then defensively, like his, you know, his numbers kind of speak for themselves. And we've seen what he's able to do on the defensive end, just like shut down, you know, other teams' top forwards. Like he's been great defensively. Yeah, I agree with that. And I did want to lean into our normal uh, segment here with uh, bringing back some FKM. So this week on Fuck, Kill, Marry, I want to switch it. (laughs) And now you're contestant. No, I want to switch it up a little bit. So instead of going into players, I wanted to talk about, you know, three items or people related to the NHL and, and hear what you wanted to say in terms of Fuck, Kill, Marry. So would you Fuck, Kill, Marry... Gary Bettman, the delay of game penalty, or the overtime loss point. Can you explain, like, yes, yeah, how so, that? Yeah, so Gary Bettman, obviously, you know, he gets shit here and there for being a crappy commissioner. I mean, he's had his ups, he's had his downs for sure in his tenure. Um, the delay of game penalty, I feel like people have wanted to get rid of it for a really, really long time. Um, and then in terms of the overtime loss point you know, this is just getting rid of getting rid of the OTL point. And, you know, it could lead to something like abolishing the shootout and then extending, uh, extending the three V three. And if nobody scores, like it turns into a tie or, or, or something of that nature, but just getting rid of the point. So you lose the game, you're not getting a point, whether it's an overtime or not. And if you noticed in the standings, that could make a drastic difference for some you know, teams like Washington and uh, a few other teams as well. Well, I like how, uh, I, I don't know necessarily if this is like every college conference, but I know some college conferences do three points for a regulation win, two points for an overtime win, and like one point for the loss. Um, so I, like, I, I would like that kind of system. I think regulation wins should be worth more than an overtime win. You know, if you beat like it's yeah, of like, course. yeah. I, but I, when it comes to like sports betting, like the odds change, like for winning a regulation, like it should be the same for for points. I, I I'm still kind of like lost I can see, on but that's the, not the question, Johnny. Focus. I know I'm I'm kind of <laughs> lost on how you fuck he'll marry these though. So all right, so you want me to go? Yeah, you go first. Okay, so mm, I'm gonna kill. 
I'm going to kill the delay of game penalty. So you don't want it. You, you think I don't want it. I think okay. it's the dumbest thing ever. And I think they just got to get rid of it. It just doesn't You're just saying the puck over the glass or the goalie playing the puck in the trapezoid too? O- over the, over the glass. Okay. Over the glass. I'm going to kill that. I am going to, I'm going to marry, and this might be unpopular. I'm going to marry Gary Bettman. And my mm-hmm. reasoning is because if you get rid of Gary Bettman, the chance that you might find someone better based on all the other sports and how bad their commissioners are mm-hmm. is slim to none. I Besides feel like the Silver. Only, he's great. Right, that's what I was going to say. The only mm-hmm. one who I feel like gets praise is Silver. So mm-hmm. I'm going to marry him, and then I'm, I'm going to fuck the overtime loss point. Um, I, don't, I don't think that'll ever change. I mean, if it does, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm going with that. I mean, I guess I agree. I don't really know. No, 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 I, it's, no, 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 no. no, but it's it's such a hard. I don't know how to like navigate it's tough, this. Right? It's it's, the, it's like it's tough and unique. All I'll say about the delay game, I do kind of like it because I was actually I, deciding. I was actually deciding. Sorry to cut you off. I was no, deciding right. between the delay of game and goalie interference. I was deciding between those two. So tell me about why why goalie interference. What about it? Just because of what happened with like you know the the Strom issue, and then uh, I don't know if you remember. Back in the finals, what happened with Hank? Yeah, the remember Derek, that? Derek, uh, what's his name? Dwight King. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. just as, instances like that, I feel like are crucial, um, especially come playoff time and stuff like that. So, I was. But you what? You get rid of goalie interference? What do you? Yeah. What about it. Yeah. So like yeah, players I deciding, do the fuck no, they no, want. I was decide. I was deciding whether or not to add goalie interference into the fuck kill Mary segment uh-huh. instead of delay of game. But what do you but think, think about goalie interference? Like you would. Like, 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 what's your take on that? Is there a take there? Yeah, I just think it's stupid. So, what do you mean? You think players can just like do whatever they want if the if the goalie is like in the unless the goalie is like out of the blue paint or whatever? Yeah, well, look at what like Talbot did to us the other you know in in that wild game. Remember where he just sat on the puck and just like didn't. Oh, move and they push and, his pad in exactly. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Getting getting rid of calls like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely. Uh, I feel like it's undefined. I feel like it's yeah. an undefined rule and it, it doesn't really have, you know, if you want to make it more strict or whatever, but I feel like it's an undefined rule that kind of like fucks you in certain ways. I mean, if it were up to me, I, I would make the crease a little bit bigger and then I would just make the rule if a goalie's out of that crease and anything's fair game. Like, yeah, if you, if you give them a little bit more room to like, you know, have their space to make a save and then they still want to have their feet outside the blue paint. I think anything should be up for grabs. You should be able to fucking whack them anything. Like literally, yeah. I go and like take away the trapezoid. If a goalie wants to come out and play the puck, he should do so knowing he could get killed. Not killed, but like, you know what I mean? Like crushed. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That makes sense. So, all right. So you're agreeing with me. I mean, I think those yeah. are like, that kind of makes sense. But um, you wanted to talk about meeting one of your uh, all-time idols this this weekend huh yeah i mean it's uh it's cool so <laughs> i'm i like have met ryan mead and, and his uh co-host greg kaplan over the computer a bunch of times i went on the blue shirts breakaway podcast shout out to those guys a couple of years ago and we kind of just like formed this friendship and it's funny like meeting people in person when you just see them on the computer so right um you know i'm walking around the concourse and i go oh shit it's ryan mead and i walked up and said hello to him like you know we've obviously known each other now for almost two years so it was cool just talking to him and stuff and he actually uh he had a bone to pick with me because last time i went on blue shirts breakaway it was like right in the preseason and i didn't i don't watch like a second of preseason hockey it's just like nah, neither do i yeah, yeah, yeah i don't i don't care about it and i didn't like tell him that before i went on so he like was so pissed at me for like not being prepared i was like listen man i'm sorry i don't know i didn't i didn't know what to tell you um but it was funny so he like dm me after <laughs> i saw him he said you, you want to get a beer after the game let's go get a beer so we went to this like really cool bar called the Canuck. It's like a Canadian hockey bar. Oh, um, interesting. 
around like the Chelsea area. And it was like, cool. He was like getting recognized by people at the bar. It was really fun just like sitting next to him and like talking to him and shooting the shit with him. And, um, you know, he obviously just started similar to us and, and like, I feel like we're kind of following, you know, their path, just like two guys who love the Rangers, not a full-time job, right. but it's like a fun hobby. And, you know, we love doing it. So dude, yeah. I also heard he's a, he's a big Instagram guy from what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, for those of you not listening, one. Johnny, Johnny tagged him on Instagram and it was somebody totally different. Some guy like canoeing in the Amazon with like yep. tats all over. I was cracking up. So yep, I had to definitely uh, not him. <laughs> give him, give him the little nudge that it wasn't him. But what was cool too, though, he like posted a picture of us and my, like two of my friends sent it to me and, and they're like, dude, you're on Bleach Report. I was like, what? The picture that he posted of us was on like the Rangers Bleach Report page or something. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was so weird. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, hopefully yeah. we're going to get Ryan on here soon. He's like one of the funniest fucking guys on Twitter and um, their podcast is awesome. So check out Blue Shirts Breakaway uh, if you guys. Yeah, dude. And speaking of Ryan Mead, I know we talked a little bit about because he's a huge, huge Kako fan. I mean, what do you, what do you think about some people floating the idea around for him to go to Hartford a little bit? I know you said that the two guys, one cup pod, I feel like we're promoting other pods here, but yeah, no. which is fine. No, which but, is fine. Um, yeah. But, uh, I, I know you said that they tweeted something about him going to Hartford for a bit and you sent it over to me. So what's your, what's your thoughts on that when he comes back? Yeah. I thought it was actually a really good take by those guys. I've just like uh DM with them a couple of times, never met them, but mm -hmm. um, you know, they seem like good dudes, two guys, one cup, they're a Rangers podcast. Um, but yeah, well, they, they, what's up? Yeah. Very unique name. They <laughs> tweeted on their account that when Kako's healthy, he should go to Hartford, get his confidence up. And when he's confident, the Rangers call him back up. And I think that's like such an important thing for a young guy, especially a guy like Kako who hasn't had the best season to begin with. But if you give him ice time, like send him down to Hartford, let him play in the first line, let him get his feet wet, let him feel confident. And then you the call him back I'm, up with like 10 games left before the playoffs. I'm just nervous doing that. And it makes sense. It makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that, but I'm nervous doing that because if he's playing in Hartford and then a big thing about Kako when he came to this league is he said it was very hard to get acclimated to how big and fast guys were and so on. And obviously coming from the AHL to the NHL, it's a big difference. I, I know he's been in the league a while now, but he's missed almost 40 games. So by the time he comes back, he's probably going to be at that 40 game mark. And there might be, you know, if he, if, if he's coming back, let's say April 10th, he's going to have what five games, six games. So mm -hmm. by the time he goes to Hartford, like how long is he going to go to Hartford for? I mean, by the time four, four to five games, seven games tops. The thing is, by the time he'd come back, our our calendar ends April 26th. So mm -hmm. there, he's already ruled out until April. Um, and if I had to guess, he's probably coming back between like April 7th and April 12th, something around there. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it definitely makes sense. I just don't know if then, you know, he goes there and then comes back to this side for playoffs. Like, do you just play him cold in playoffs, like not really getting experience? And Well, that's what I'm saying. If like, Listen, we haven't watched this Buffalo game yet. It hasn't happened, but... If the Rangers play like they played against the Penguins, where are you putting him right now? Where is he going? It's another great question. I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I couldn't tell you because obviously you don't want to mess up the chemistry then. Um, you know, if there's one player that's like kind of slacking, all right, you could swap it up. But everybody elevated their game against uh, against the Penguins. And, mm -hmm. you know, if they do that again today against uh, the Sabres, I mean – yeah, it's a good. It's definitely a good question and a fair question too. And these things happen too, where guys get hurt throughout the playoffs, and you need guys to step up. But like, 
I, I just wouldn't want to throw him right back into the fire, especially with the year he's had. I mean, he has five goals, nine assists in 37 games. Like, you know, this is our second overall pick. And yeah. listen, I, I understand like things take time and everyone develops differently, but he's obviously not at his most confident already now. And then when he's out for so long due to injury, he's not going to come back with some confidence. So like, let the right. kid feel the puck, score some goals in the AHL, and then, you know, come yeah. up and, and figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against it. I just, I don't think they'll do it. I mean, if they mm -hmm. do great, but but again, that that leads to the point like then are you going to mess with the lines? Because if the lines are working now, you really don't want to like tamper with that. And I feel like we've been messing with lines the entire season. So it would be nice to get some consistency. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to mess with that. I mean, the lines are also going to continue to change. Like Gerard Gallant literally said he's going to try different things up. I mean, but then he said he might. He said he might keep it after after. The well, yeah, after game. one game, you know, <laughs> when when we win five one, score three goals in the first five minutes, everything looks pretty fucking good. But like, obviously, yeah. there's going to be games where we don't put the puck in the net. Like that just happens, you know. So are you telling things. me Georgiev's not going to make forty four saves and have a shutout today? Well, you know, it's fun. Is he starting? Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't know. I would assume he's starting today. I would assume mm -hmm. he's starting. I haven't looked yet, but it's funny. My dad was saying, or not my dad, someone. Was it my dad? No, someone dad? was saying to me, <laughs> someone was saying to me uh, when the Rangers played the Devils that, like, imagine Georgiev, like, all of a sudden becomes the guy. Like, Igor's just broken. And my buddy, you know. dude, my buddy Adam said that to me too. And he yeah. was like, yo, Shesti's gotten pulled, like, you know, a couple times, whatever. Like, what if Georgiev just went off mm -hmm. and becomes, dude, do you remember, you know who that happened to last? Remember that? Matt Murray, when he made yeah. that cup run and he just yeah, took dude. over for Flower and ran with it and won them a cup. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't yeah. see that happening, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see down the stretch. I mean, I'm happy that Gorgiev's confident, hopefully. You know, I mean, he should be confident after that performance against Carolina. Yeah. But, you know, that's what we're going to need. And, and dude, I want to bring up one thing about Igor, too. That's crazy. That, like, clip, that two-minute span, I don't know if you saw this. Igor made, like, two or three, like, full-ice saucer passes, like, to, to lead guys on breakaways. It was the fucking sickest thing I've ever seen. Dude, he's he is due for for a he's goal scoring. or he's at scoring. least an assist at mm -hmm. least an assist he is due for sure he's definitely I, scoring this year I, I i really would put money on that i hope it comes in playoffs though that would that that'd would be, be the sick. best that'd be yeah. so sick um but i think that's like really all i got for today do you have anything hey, else before we wrap up no nah, no nah, i think i'm good uh let's get a dub today and before we do wrap it up just the rangers schedule for this week they're in pittsburgh seven o'clock on tuesday night then in detroit a back-to-back -back on wednesday night that's a 7 30 puck drop Back home in the Garden on April 1st, Rangers versus Islanders. That'll be another great game. Like we saw last week, uh, that 2-1 loss against the Islanders, so I'm sure we'll want some revenge that night. And then a 7 o'clock at night puck drop against the Flyers. So four games this week, You know, some pretty strong opponents, divisional rivals, so it should be a really fun week of hockey, and uh, hopefully we can take three out of four, or if not all four. That'd be huge. That would be huge, and the boys got to keep rolling that train, and getting some points, take over the Metro. Let's do it. Yep. Every point matters, but thank you guys for listening. As always, we'll talk to you next week. Let's go Rangers. See y'all. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.